Hello, everyone, and welcome to the weekly insights from Virtual Perceptions, where I give you a rundown of what happens in VR and AR every week. This is a complete test. We will see if this is actually effective as a weekly newsletter. So this will be an iterative process over the next week, month or so, and I would appreciate any feedback you may have. So you may contact me at tom at virtualperceptions.com. The big story. Coronavirus is shutting down conferences left and right, with online versions popping up. The VR and AR Association is delaying its Lisbon conference, announcing an online summit where people can tune in to watch it. The downside is that a lot of people are losing money from these events disappearing. It's the small companies that lose out, not the massive corporations that can take a bad year. A lot of companies in VR and AR on razor-thin margins, and the hit can turn into a death blow. That's a real loss. But there is a silver lining. Finally, we may have an opportunity to push VR conferences. Why not? Rather than sit in front of a computer and watch a Zoom conference with inevitable technical issues, a VR equivalent is a natural step forward. In response, a few companies are offering advice on how to do these conferences as a new business opportunity perhaps even for South by Southwest. I asked one company that provides VR meetings as a service who wanted to remain anonymous, and they noted that it's mostly business as usual, with some expectation management. While there's a business proposition, the contact doesn't want it to become a seasonal solution that can be done for cheap. In any case, there's a story here about a change in culture. It takes a high-pressure event like an international pandemic to change habits. If it means more people can be part of a virtual meetings and even promote working from home as an option, I fully support it. We just need some high-profile examples of VR conferences being successful. Or perhaps I'm being too hopeful and was stuck with 30-minute video conferences where 10 minutes is spent jumping over technical hoops. Or it could be the same, but in VR. Virtual perception story, Kiriscope and multiverse launches a new poster series. Like many young boys, I was obsessed with space. Space, the vast expanse with gigantic celestial objects, bends the laws of time and space. Tapping to our young wonderment with immersive tech has a soft spot in my personal heart, which is why the collaboration with Curiscope, a company I greatly admire, and Multiverse means a lot to me. Curiscope Multiverse is a series of posters, each with a different space topic. Children interact with the solar system, for example, with facts that sprawl out detail, detailed information. Four types will be available at launch, priced at 39 quid or $49. People moves. Ed Morris is the new VR of Strategic Partnerships, North America at Zappa, an augmented reality studio. Ed was the co-founder of Gate Reality. Rory Byrne has been promoted to EMEA Business Director, Immersive technology at Anim in Imagination. Roy will continue his role building business for the company's immersive offering. If your company has made a significant move, send me an email and we'll add them to the next edition. Let's talk about Snap. Snap, the parent company of Snapchat, is Fast Company's most innovative company of 2020. There's a few reasons for this. One, the turnaround with the CEO, Evan Spiegel, conducted over the last few years, growing the ill company into a thriving tech monster. 
Mr. Spiegel was a secretive and private man, mirroring the tech practices of Apple in his younger days. But as a more open leader who's self-trained with coaches and books, he now leads a company that might actually turn a profit. Finally, at this point, seeing a tech unicorn make money is as rare as seeing an actual unicorn. Personally, I am interested because the article gave some insights into the AR plans in the future. Quote, the next three to 10 years are ours to lose because we already have this huge community of people engaging with AR all the time, says Spiegel. He grabs a pen and paper to illustrate his point. Draws a rectangle, divided diagonally into two triangles. On the left one, he writes iPhone. On the other, the one that will soon push the first triangle to the corner, he writes spectacles. Over the next 10 to 20 years, mobile phone usage is going to migrate to spectacles, he says. So the question is, on what timeline? What's interesting though, if we lose this hardware bet, it's still okay because we have the digital AR platform. We'll still have a very, very large business, but what would it look like if we also win the hardware piece? Why wouldn't you try? Sean Mills, the company's head of content, says that one of his big challenges this year is to bring augmented reality into entertainment programming as a, quote, necessary component. When you're doing something in AR, you're giving like over 80% of the pixels to the audience to reshape the narrative. That's going to be a very different experience. End quote. It's working too. On average, more than 75% of Snapchat's 218 million daily users play with AR lenses every day. So how do you read this? For me, I see a company thinking five years in advance alongside Facebook and Apple. The company sees specs as the future of content and wants to be the natural software platform for the new revolution. Will it work? Only time will tell as they actually come out at some point. But regardless, their bold plans are fascinating to follow. Other stories. Applications are now open for Creative XR. Want to bring your creative immersive project to life with some guidance in the Accelerator program? Sign up today. Reality Center announces the Global VR Art Fest and Tournament. Tickets are available for each city venue, which will also give them the option to have their name included on a Times Square billboard ad. Whoa. More on this as it develops. Virtual Umbrella is looking for writers for their virtual library. Want to help contribute to a whole bunch of great resources? I might be slightly biased as I did help out, but hey-ho. Take a look and consider helping. Final word. I hope you like this approach. So much happens in the immersive community with all sorts happening around the world. But sometimes I feel media sites either misframe a story or present the facts without much of an opinion or analysis. I hope this newsletter surprises and delights you. My goal is to inform the community of what's happening with my thoughts on why it's significant. Along the way, I also want to profile the absolute powerhouses that power the industry forward because, frankly, they deserve it. This will naturally evolve as we do a test run of the newsletter. Not everyone will say the same, and not everything will change. But I hope you can be a part of the conversation, and let me know what you think. I will see you next week.